Hi, my name is Rita Amory Chinda and welcome to IP series COVID-19 edition where I talk about recent IP cases and development globally from copyright, trademark, patent, industrial design, geographical indication, land varieties and trade secrets. If this is your first time in listening to my podcast, please subscribe uh, or follow me so you don't miss out on any episode on Anchor. You can also um, follow any of the other distribution platforms like Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, um, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And for um, listeners who have always been um, listening to my podcast, <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for you know, always tuning in. Um, you can always send me your questions to ipseriesinfo at gmail.com or padu p-a-r-d-o-o prime p-r-i-m-e legal at gmail.com So let's get right into today's this IPS episode we will be talking about of trademark and domain names to be generic or not and our case study for today is the United States Patent and Trademark Office USPTO against the booking.com and in this case it's like the most anticipated trademark case of the year uh, and one of the things that actually made it stand out was that um, and the oral arguments were heard via phone calls and that's the first time in 231 years that the Supreme Court has ever done that so it was like record breaking and the lawyers were all females and the lead judge and one of the lead judges by Joseph that's Justice Ginsburg um, he has arrested so yeah let's get right into today's topic pet tradition we always have a case study for each topic and our case study for today is the uspto at all against booking.com so sometime in 2011 and 2012 um, booking.com a travel reservation website um, wanted to register a wordmark and a styles version of his website as a trademark but its application was rejected by the uspt that is the united states patent and trademark office for being generic in nature and booking.com appealed to the u.s district of virginia and the court agreed with their arguments that even though booking.com was generic it described the type of service that the company um, offered which is um a reservation website a travel reservation website and that they had acquired secondary meaning over time and therefore they were eligible um, for protection as a trademark but the uspto disagreed with that and appealed to the fourth circuit again that adding arguing that by adding a generic word that it doesn't make it non-generic so non-generic is like um, a term that has become common amongst everyone 
um, but the court did not agree with their arguments and upheld the decision of um, the district court by relying on evidence that consumers already recognized um, Booking.com as a brand and not um, a generic service. And the and in summary, they also held that if a mark comprising of a top-level domain name is added to a generic term, its source is significant, the relevant published, um, the mark is not automatically ineligible for trademark protection. Um, the USPTO um, wasn't happy with that and went ahead to appeal and urged the Supreme Court to, um, you know, um, review, do a judicial review um, of the decisions held so far. And um, they requested a certain right. So a certain right basically is a special proceeding by which um, a superior court requires an inferior tribunal or board or judicial officer to transmit the records of his proceedings for review, um, for access of jurisdiction, and stated that um, the dot com doesn't have any significance of its own, like a generic corporate indicator. Um, they also that the USPT also um, relied or made reference to a 19th century Supreme Court case that held that adding a generic corporate identifier could not create a trademark that enjoys um, protection. And like I've always stated, trademark or IP, in order for you to enjoy your IP, you need to register it in order for you to get um, legal backing and give you exclusive rights to your intellectual property. Um, so finally, finally, on the 30th of June, 2020, during that lockdown period, um, the first ever conference call oral argument in the history of the United States um, Supreme Court, and that is in the 231 years. Um, this is the first time it's happening. The court held that booking.com was not generic, was not a generic name to the consumer. And the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, may I so rest in peace, delivered. Um, the opinion of the court as follows that it stated that we reject, I'm reading verbatim, we reject the PTO sweeping rule that the combination of a generic word and dot com is generic. A term style generic dot com is a generic name for a class of goods and services only if the term has meaning to consumer. So, um, in my next post i'm going to talk about what trademark is and i've talked about that before i'm going to look at um the grounds which the court looked at and came into conclusion at the end of the day how that's applicable in nigeria what is a trademark so a trademark is a type of intellectual property otherwise known as ip um and regarded as an intangible asset which could be um, in form of a word sign slogan symbol smell anything used in relation to business so used to differentiate or distinguish one business or brand from the other we have types of 
uh, marks like the service marks, the certification marks, um, the community, community marks. Um, however, today we're just talking about trademark generally. Um, trademark is a type of IP that is used to protect brands, um, brand names, um, symbols, words, signs, um, etc. And in Nigeria, this is governed by the Trademark Act. While in the United States, this is governed by the Land Harm Act. Now, as a trade or a registered trademark owner, um, you get to enjoy exclusive rights to use your mark, to license it, to sell it, to exploit it, or commercialize it any way you deem fit. But in order to do all of that, first thing first, you need to register your trademark, which is what booking.com did so they were in the right direction they applied for a trademark um for the word mark and the styles um, name um of the website basically so they they wanted to register the word mark and the styles version of its website um so yeah um under the land harm act um a generic name is not eligible for the federal trademark office that means you cannot register it however a term styled generic.com you get so the words could be generic but then you include um the dot com to it then it is now a generic name for a class or goods or services and then the term must have meaning to the consumers what do the consumers think of Whenever they hear your brand or see your brand, like the booking.com, what's the first thing that comes to your mind um, when you see it? The travel website um, for reservations. It also gives them um, statutory protection of the trademark. Now, um, what is a domain name? I'll answer that in my next post. <laughs> what is a domain name? So uh, I'm sure a lot of us that are listening um, have a website. That is a domain name. So a domain name basically is a source identifier that assists consumers based on the jurisdiction um, in identifying a website through its unique internet address. Uh, so if you own a trademark, you need to go ahead to register the domain name. I mean, they go hand in hand. You can't do it without the other. Whereby you don't do that, and you have cases of cyber squatters who go ahead to register it and probably hold it to ransom or whatever, whatever. I know we had an issue like that last year where the Air Nigeria um, domain name was registered and the cyber squatter was demanding for millions of naira. But I mean, you, you get it. So, um, why doing your trademark registration also do your domain name registration um, and then again i need to say something um in nigeria um if you go ahead to do your CSE registration without doing your trademark registration you're just doing yourself you're um, causing disservice to yourself and your brand and your company because where there's a conflict as to who has the upper hand trademark has the upper hand um, but that's that's aside so um we talk about the similarities um, between um, a trademark and a domain name. So, the similarities include they are both source identifiers. Um, they are um, both intangible assets. However, for the domain name, 
um, as a source identifier. This is through the website, um, um, for a website through its internet protocol, while for trademark, it's, you know, the name, the logo, the sign, anything that distinguishes um, a brand from another. Then registration prevents third parties from using it without um, their permission. And we know that in IP consent or permission or authorization is key and then it's also territorial in nature what are the differences um, between the trademark and the domain name so trademark registration is done at the trademark registry um, domain name registration is being regulated by the nigerian internet Re registration association NIRA, which is in charge of nigeria's country code top level domain name while globally the Internet Corporation for Assigned Names and Numbers ICANN um, is in charge for regulating um, um, domain name registration. Now, trademark uh, registration can be registered in any of the 45 classes. Um, trademark disputes, um, the Federal High Court has exclusive jurisdiction to hear any trademark or IP related dispute. However, where parties don't want to go to court, they can opt to settle um, their alternative dispute resolution mechanisms such as mediation, arbitration, conciliation. While for domain name disputes, um, this is resolved via the Uniform Domain Name um, Dispute Resolution Policy, that's the UDRP, um, which is prepared or was prepared by the World Intellectual Property Organization for resolving internet domain name um, disputes. So if someone um registers your domain name i think the fastest route for you would be to opt for the white pool um uh, adr mechanism um resolve your your dispute then for trademark trademark takes the form of a sign word logo symbol letter smell whatever why for domain name it's a combination of letters and numbers to have a second level name and top level domain name eg facebook conga is a second level name why the dot com or dot ng is a top level domain name which is classified as a generic top level name a top level domain name and country code top level domain um and finally for trademark and um, the functions are that there must be goodwill the brand must have goodwill and reputation in Especially when there's um, an infringement and you need to sue. Um, so yeah, the next topic will be on the scope of protection. So on scope of protection, um, we know that generally, if you if you wish to register your trademark, especially under the Nigerian Trademark Act, um, specifically from section nine to eleven, um, your mark must be distinctive in nature, arbitrary, fanciful, um, an invented word must be suggestive. Um, while under the Laham Act, um, trademark owners uh, with federal claims for relief um, establishes a system of federal trademark registration. The owner of the mark um, registers and enjoys valuable benefits, which includes a presumption that the mark is valid. So in the U.S., um, in order for you to register your mark, um, there's a presumption that your mark is valid um, to be registered um, with the PTO. Um, then the distinctiveness um, criteria is often expressed um, in an increasing scale 
where word marks may be generic, descriptive, suggestive, arbitrary, or fanciful. And I, I like to, I think I'll say that both the Nigerian Trademark Act or and the Laham Act has a bit of similarities, especially with regards to criteria and requirements and infringement issues. Um, so in this case, two pesos ink against Taco Cabana Inc. That is a nineteen ninety two case. Um, it was said that the more distinctive the mark, the more um, it qualifies for the trademark owner to register it. And Booking.com, as we know, is a digital travel company that provides reservations and other services under the brand Booking.com, which is also a domain name of the website. So you see, as a, as a potential or a trademark owner, you need to have a trademark and also a domain name um, hand in hand. You can't do without each other. Um, and the first to file principle applies when it comes to um, these issues. Um, so yeah, then the I'm going to read something that the Supreme Court said when they gave or ruled that customers will understand the term booking.com primarily to refer to an online reservation service for travel tours and lodgings. And I think that's basically true because uh, if you go to the website and I think customers and that's the thing is the perception that the customers have had over the years of knowing booking.com that really matters at the end of the day how do these consumers um, see your brand when they see it on the shelf or on tv during the adverts or um, any other place um, then the term of duration is for seven years and this is subject to renewal for another seven years so if you own a trademark know that um, you have to consistently use that trademark um, for seven years um, for commercial purpose else you lose the right to own that trademark at the end of the day and that won't be i don't think anyone is going to actually love it but yeah that that basically covers the scope of the term of protection when it comes to trademark so i think in the last two or three episodes i talked about grounds for refusal ground for revocation ground for cancellation why your marks may not be registered or approved now if you listen to the summary when i talk about when i was talking about the case i said that um the united states patent and trademark office had initially refused to register the mark because it was generic in nature and this is one of the grounds or reason why a trademark office may refuse to register your mark another reason could be that it, the mark is descriptive in nature so for instance you want to register um your um bottling company and you say um bottling um company or bottling jones you already described what you want to register or ice cream or dairy um so yeah all of those things anything that describes or tells someone what your product is about is descriptive in nature another reason could be that your mark was opposed during registration as uh Ella talked about in the prepare against apple inc case where apple inc opposed the prepare registration because according to them um the pair logo looked like the apple logo it's just a fruit but basically i think they've been on a rampage and stopping people from using um the fruit logos for any of their brand another reason could be that the mark is deceptive or scandalous and um, so make sure that 
you check all of this so that you don't have issues uh, with your trademark um, registration so our other dot com as address um going by the decision of this but this will depend on whether the consumers perceive um that the term as a name of a class is capable of distinguishing uh, itself amongst other classes so if the consumers can distinguish um, the booking.com dot com mark from another um dot com mark i think there's no cause for alarm there so i, I don't think any mark dot com mark is at risk at the moment unless maybe the court decides to you know do otherwise so today's podcast is not going to be really long because i'm wrapping up right now so yeah i'm just going to give my so what are the lessons learned um so even if your your mark is refused for whatever reasons just like booking.com did you can always appeal through your your IP lawyer, they can appeal to the board or the court and the decision, whatever decision, the, the, the registrar might decide to change his or her mind and grant you your request or um, they might ask you to, you know, draw up a disclaimer and change your trademark or whatever. Um, make sure that the mark that you want to register meets the distinctiveness test. Um, Always, always consult your IP attorneys or law firm for your IP registration. Um, even if you attempt to do the registration, but make sure that you have an IP lawyer that is guiding you or is actually doing it. I think I'll say it's better you give an IP attorney the brief to register your trademark so you don't go um, get into trouble at the end of the day. So we've come to the end of today's um, IP story episode. Um, don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. Um, tell me what you think about this case. Do you think the Supreme Court um, did a good job in affirming or the circuit um, court decision that the booking.com is not generic in nature? Do you think booking.com is generic in nature? Um, do you think after this judgment given that the PTO should grant their request or they should just find a way to you know come up with a new name or whatever but then again I remain your favorite IP lawyer um, sending your questions to ipseriesinfo at gmail.com and thank you guys for joining see you next time okay bye